Jack, Jack, what up, family? You know we gotta keep our foot on these niggas next. Thursday, if you look at this goddamn phone, when I pick up my fingers off my nose, I got all that look at it. Dirty ass, dirt, dirt bag ass, Jack. Straight from the sack wall. Pick up the phone, niggas, after nine, I know your minutes free. Dirt bag, what it is? Dirty ass niggas. This is Dirtbag Jack. This is Prof Carter. And this is another episode of the Psychwar Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, baby, we back. It feels good. I don't know how you it feel. It does. Yeah. I feel great, man. I had a great week. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good, man. I ain't sick anymore. It's a good, it's a good time. That's always good. Being sick is, uh, is no fun. It'll just like, take nah. all the energy out of you and shit, man. You don't want to do nothing. It's unproductive. Exactly, bro. And it was crazy is, um, you know, on that topic of being sick, I had a lot of time to sit around the house. Mm-hmm. So I did I did some TV watching, which I don't do as much of normally. Yeah. But um, but I came across this uh, this show, this series rather on Hulu called The Boonies. I had no idea what it was. I honestly initially thought it was something with the Boondocks, yeah. but I clicked on it anyway. Bro, it's about these people that live in these obscure, like, out-the-way places. Like, one man lives in a cave. Um, another guy lives in the woods just because they're tired of people. Or, or, like, the one guy, his wife died, and he was just like, man, fuck it. I'm, I'm leaving everything behind. Damn. And just start living in wilderness and shit. And I was just like, my goodness. Damn. I don't know. That sounds like my type of party, though. I mean, I don't know, man, because some of this shit, like, these folk be, like, the one dude live in caves, and when it rains and shit, it floods the cave, so he always got to go get all his shit, mm-hmm. crawling through these little assholes. I mean, I can't do nothing like that. I mean, if you had to, you probably could. Yeah. I mean, had to is different than wanting to, though. <laughs> these folk do it voluntarily. <laughs> like, this shit is fun. Let's go crawl in the mud, honey. <laughs> right. Like, shit crazy. Do you think that you could if, like, if some shit really really went down and you, like, had to survive on your own? Like, ain't no more grocery store. You either got to grow your food or hunt it down, process water. You think you could do that? Um, I want to say yes. Uh, and the reason I say that is because, um, I mean, I put it this way. Um, hunting the food. Would probably be a, probably be a bit difficult at first, yeah. but as far as growing it and shit like that, yeah, absolutely. I don't think that'd be hard. Um, but once I get the feel of hunting the food, yeah. Now, if we talking now, are we talking about absolutely nothing else, or are we talking about like some Walking Dead for the first few years? We can still steal shit out of grocery stores and shit like that and loot it. Yeah, the time for that is come and gone. So like, grocery stores been emptied out warehouses storage okay places. so we like 10 years in and everything yeah. and inspired all that shit okay no yeah. not, well, not even no canned goods right that's what i'm saying anything that expired by now and all that yeah. well i mean i think i could uh, especially if i've been doing it for 10 years i didn't develop some sort of system and whatnot right. and if i'm by myself i think it'd be a bit more difficult but if i got people with me yeah of course i mean i hate to say it but i'll probably start off um hunting shit like cats and dogs and you know the, the easy i mean it's real shit the squirrels easy to get yeah. shit then when i get good at it you know what i'm saying you slowly move up start hunting shit that'll feed uh that'll feed you for days like a, a fucking bison or something yeah i mean i don't know i think i could i'll probably huh no, I was about to say, I'd probably be dead because of some shit. I'd get cocky and start hunting like jaguars and shit, get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to breed them like they did wolves back in the day. Man, listen, if I could, I would. 
I don't know, steal a little Jaguar cub and then like make it think I'm his dad or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Be like the real life jungle book in reverse though. I was just about to say Mowgli. Or Mowgli. <laughs> what was it? One of them. I don't know what it little is. Little Mambo. Mambo. Um, we just gonna call him Little Mambo. Mambo number five. Right. Shit. Well, that's real shit though. I mean, I'll be thinking about shit like that. Like, if it went down, you know where I'm gonna be at. I'm gonna be on some water. I'll just be the fisherman, King Fisherman. You know what I'm saying? See, that's what's fucked up for me. I'll be thinking about that. Like, when these zombies apocalypse, I'm like, man, people just go live on boats and shit. Right. But I can't. I'm, a, I'm allergic to fish, bro. For real? Yeah, I like, could eat shellfish, so I could eat, like, uh, like crabs and lobsters and shrimp, shit like that. Yeah. But I can't eat like perch, salmon, etc. Now, what's crazy is normally people are the other way around. Can't eat shellfish. Right. But yeah, now I can't eat regular fish. So. That's fucked up. Do you know what you're missing? You had fish before though, right? Man, I went. I ain't get allergic till I was 17. The fuck. You yeah, went through allergy was, uh, tests and shit. Yep, I missed my senior breakfast, so one day I was eating fish and it made me feel all weird. So then like two days later, so put it like this, my sister is so allergic to fish that if you cook fish, she can't come in your house. I remember I used to bring shit back from Red Lobster and microwave it um, the next morning and just to smell that, but like fuck with her. So like she's really super allergic. So when like she would go to like my grandmother's house, my cousin's house, her friend's house, et cetera, if she was gone, we were having fish because we rarely got to have it. So... It was like twice in one week. I had this little funny feeling in my throat, and then the second time I ate it, it was it like fucked me up when I had to go to the ER. So they told me I was probably allergic. I came back like a week later. They put them little needle things in my back or whatever, mm-hmm. and they said I was allergic to everything except shellfish. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, I know. Like I don't know where I've been eating the shit for 17 years, and all of a sudden a I couldn't use any. Damn. Yeah. I would hate for that shit to happen to me. Cause I fuck with fish. Ah, man. Shit broke my heart. But I was happy I could still eat like lobster and shrimp and all that. If I couldn't eat anything, yeah, I probably would've I probably would have went and lived in one of these fucking obscure remote places. <laughs> Do, d- does <laughs> lobster and shrimp like being classified as like the roaches and, you know, bottom feeders of the sea and shit, do that bother you when you eat it or you don't even think about it? Man, listen, it's the roaches and bottom feeders of the sea, but I guarantee you that shit costs just as much as steaks and shit when you go to no fancy restaurants, so people can fuck off with that ideology. <laughs> ideology. I can't even talk it right up, so, like, yeah, no, nah, that shit good as fuck. It don't bother me at all. Right. Man, shit, if that's the case, if niggas tell me my wife ugly, I would leave her, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Yeah, I like this shit. I'm going to eat it. Mm. I mean, shit, I'm the same way about chilling I love fucking chitlins. Give me some chitlins. Nasty. Hey, look, look, look. If you can see my face right now, I don't give a fuck. Look, I ain't (laughs) judging you or nothing. I know people who eat. I just know, you know, the way it smells, I just, I can't put that in my mouth. But I ain't knocking anybody who do. You eat what you like. I mean, it's a free country, so eat whatever. Shit, some people still eat horse meat. I ain't never had any. Well, you know, I had um, I had this like horse horse meat beef jerky. Oh, for real? Yeah, no. Nah, so um, my wife and I, our daughters, we love fucking beef jerky. So it's a couple spots we found. Like one is in Michigan. Um, when we on our way to Greek Town Casino, yeah. uh, another one is about uh, 30, 40 minutes away from where we live. But um, basically. They got, like, all these different type of beef jerkies. It's like gator meat, ox meat, duck meat, um, horse meat. So, I mean, the shit is expensive. Mm-hmm. So, when you go in that bitch, if you want to get a decent variety, you better expect to spend about you know, $60, $70. But Damn. it's good, and it's, it's a nice little experience. You know what I'm saying? It's something for the girls to do. We love the shit. So, yeah. but, yeah. That's what's up, though. All about experiences, good and bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You got any uh, experiences with real niggas or the so-called real niggas? Not quite sure how to answer that. What do you mean? So, like, you know how everybody was like, oh, I'm a real nigga. <laughs> you know, that whole real nigga mentality about what a real nigga is, you know, how they move oh, and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, it just threw me off because we were talking about experiences. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I'm like, what do you mean? I tried to segue that <laughs> shit real smooth, but it was a little bumpy. But yeah, no, nah, no, nah, you good. 
But uh, but yeah, absolutely, man. Like I, I mean, hell, I was probably to some extent always thinking that at some point. But yeah. Mm. I hate. No. You. Huh? Go ahead. I was about what to. You... Say... What? I said, what, what were you about to say? Oh Crazy no, up. just just about that whole real nigga thing. Like, I hate that people subscribe to that. It's I think it's destructive as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like how? It, Go ahead. No, I was just about to say it depends. I, I, I'll touch on it after you done. Well, like, so with, like, rappers and shit, because that's just who I see mostly uh, spewing this real nigga um, attitude and mentality about how mm-hmm. they, you know, money over bitches. Okay, I can understand that. That ain't necessarily a real nigga mentality, but right. the whole thing about how you know how, you know, if I eat, you eat, or uh, what the fuck else they be saying? You ain't a boss if you don't if you don't feed a hundred people or some shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Just like that's not how the shit work all the time. Like it don't have to be that way. But at the same time, I understand that people grew up a certain way, and that helped them, that molded them into the people that they are. You know what I'm saying? That those experiences pushed them in a certain direction. You get me? Right. Absolutely. But also, too, I mean, whether it affects you directly or indirectly about who we grow up, we still have a choice right. as to how we want to be. And I'll give you a prime example. So, all right. Um, let's say uh, let's say I grew up in an abusive home and I watched my dad, you know, beat the shit out of me, my, my mom, my sister, uh, my dog, my fucking roosters like fuck it just beating the shit out of everybody i got the choice i could grow up i could be you know what i'm gonna be just like my dad because i went through that shit or i grew up and be like man i'm gonna never put my hands on my family because mm-hmm. i see what that shit do to people so it's like yes i agree but that don't necessarily give people an out so this um this whole real nigga mentality process i mean sometimes i, I have seen it both ways i have seen it used for good and evil so to speak um i totally get what you're saying about um, about yeah, uh, you know, having sex with multiple women, regardless if you're in a relationship or not, that makes you a real nigga yeah. to some people. That's one of the ones I don't agree with. Now I've also seen situations where I saw a man who was married, had his own wife and kids, um, or kids with that wife had a, a a kid's mom that he didn't fuck with anymore, like not sexually anything like that. But yeah. she was getting kicked out of her house needed some money he paid her rent up three months why to give his kids with her some place to be safe a lot of niggas would have called him stupid to me that's the real nigga it's like man you're doing it for your kids he didn't have her sign anything none of that right. he was just like listen take it you ain't got to pay me back just get on your feet now he did, he did keep it real though he said now if you don't get your shit together within these three months i'm you. coming for cuts yeah like i'm like I'm, they could come stay with me like so but yeah, so it's like I, I've seen it both ways, man. So it's really just how people perceive it. A lot of times when people are considered, you know, um, real niggas, yeah, uh, it, it is viewed in a in a certain light, and it's typically pertaining some 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 illegal or degrading or, right. or shitty. That's what I was leaning more toward. Cause like I mean yeah. you know some dude who who put his old lady up or whoever up for three months you know making sure they straight because they got kids I would just say that's admirable I mean you could say that's a real nigga you know too you know that's just real shit that's something you you know a stand up dude would or should do you know I ain't got no problems with that because I would do the same thing in mm-hmm. a heartbeat you know what I'm saying I if, well, I don't know uh, you know my relationship with my kid mom a little different. Oh, yeah, if it's toxic like that, then yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if it's just a circumstantial type of thing that happened where it's just like, for the good of the cause, I got to do this. And it's going to be better for everybody right. in the long run. So I'm going to help you get to this point. But like you were saying, if you don't get it together in those three months or whatever a lot of time you get had given them, then that's on you. It's like, what else you want me to do? I already went above and beyond. So now it's right. your turn. And they were at a point, like, you know what I'm saying? This was an older dude. He was, like, mid-40s. They had been, you know, he ain't been with his kid's mom, you know, forever. His kids were, like, fucking 16, 17. 
So it was just um, it was one of those things. Their relationship was beyond the point of, you know, oh, you got a new chick or a new dude, I'm gonna act petty. Like well beyond that. So that make a difference too. But I agree. Um, like you said, that's that's admirable. Mm-hmm. Like to me, there's no such thing as a real nigga. Just like there's no such thing as, um, in a, in a sense, like there's no such thing as attractive and unattractive. What's attractive to me may not be attractive to you, and vice versa. Right. So, someone's definition of a real nigga might be different from someone else's, which in a sense makes it null and void because there is no actual definition. Right. I mean, there's a, a lot of. Yeah, like a lot of people will probably have some similar characteristics, but I can guarantee you that if you asked a hundred people, a <clears> hundred <throat> people will have at least one thing that no one else have. Like, no, not all a hundred people will have one quality that's exactly the same, except maybe a real nigga is a male. That's about it. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some yeah. people might say loyalty. Some people might say a nigga that don't trust anybody. Well, that's not the same as loyalty. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a nigga that get it on his own, do it himself. So it's like, man, I don't know. Speak on loyalty, though. Like, do you, like, loyalty to a degree kind of becomes stupidity, right? Or would you agree or disagree with that? I absolutely 100% agree. I mean, it's just sometimes loyalty, people, so listen, loyalty needs to go both ways. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, so if I'm running the streets for my niggas and we out here, you know, doing dirt, robbing folk, fighting, um, crazy shit, right? Yeah. I move on, I have a kid or whatever, and I'm not trying to do that shit no more. Right. So if I'm not interested in that, does that make me unloyal? No. If anything, because the loyalty should be mutual, that nigga should say, you know what, man, if you ever need anything, I got you. If you ever want to come back to this, I got you. But I totally understand right. that this ain't you anymore. To me, that's loyalty. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a two-way street. Exactly. We, I actually talked about this with, uh, with Carl uh, uh, probably a few months ago. Yeah. I have kids. I'm married. He has no kids, not even a girlfriend. Right. If I was looking at 20 years' time, for some shit that he did. It was off a of Facebook meme. It said, would you do 20 years for your best friend for a crime that they committed? Mm. Or would you snitch? Is that snitching? Is that snitching that I didn't do anything and you're taking me away from my wife and kids? Right. Like, if any, if anything, I feel like this nigga should come forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or at least help me beat the case. Something like that, right? Yeah, like, that's snitching. If You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'm about to miss 20 years of my kids. Growing up, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying, lose my wife. The fuck you mean is snitching? Right. Or just like, you know, being a, uh, an accessory to something. Like, I believe, you know, it's, it's a bunch of times where somebody is just legit, have no knowledge of what's going on. They just in a car riding, for instance, and then such and such commit a crime. Now, you there, just because oh. you're there, you by association, you know what I'm saying? This is like. Absolutely. Am I supposed to just be like, well, you know, be a stand-up dude, or not, I don't even want to say stand-up, be a real nigga in that case, and be like, you know, I, I ain't saying shit, or, you know, just try to plead for my innocence. Bruh, you right. do the crime, you do the, you bring, you bringing me, too? Why you doing this shit? Oh, no, right. nigga, I ain't doing that. Exactly. I don't care how long we've <laughs> known each other, if, you know, family, friends, you about to take this L. <laughs> Exactly. If I ain't, now I can see if it was a difference if it said I'm doing a crime, that I'm doing time for something that I assisted in. It's right. like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I did my little part. I shouldn't have did what the fuck I did. But don't get me into some shit that I had either no idea it was happening or I didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. That's why so I hate that's another question. If you know about it, does that make you an accessory? Because in the court of law, it kind of does. At what point did you know about it? Beforehand? Either or. Well, I think if you knew beforehand, yeah. More than, you know, finding out, like, halfway through. All right, let's say you find out halfway through and then don't come forward. And you don't come forward? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to go. No, no, what about if you, um, not if you knew about it? But it didn't go down the way you thought it would. 
So let's say somebody was supposed to just steal from a gas station clerk, right? Yeah. Supposed to rob a gas station. All right, you knew about that. But when they get there, they don't know the the gas uh, clerk had a gun behind the register or something. So they ended up getting into a little shootout, shoot the clerk, kill him. Now it's like you already knew you was gonna keep your mouth shut, but shit went sour. Yeah, it's no longer a victimless crime now. I mean, it I mean, still every, is a victim. Has yeah, victim. it's still a victim, but I mean, like that's a major loss right there. Somebody lost their life, so it start getting real when a murder go down. You know, I mean, yeah. I'll probably depending on who it was, I'll probably skate around. You know, some of the shit that I say. To try to like yeah. soften the blow a little bit, but I ain't just gonna get up there and straight purge. Right. You know? Um, yeah, I couldn't in good conscience do that. Especially if it's like videotape. It's like, well, you saw the tape. Yeah, if it's <laughs> videotape, like, look, man, like all I knew was he was going to a gas station. I ain't know which one, where, none of that. Right. I mean, I don't see enough. came back with bags of money. What shit? I don't know. What's this man having this account for? All I know is going to the strip club. Hey, thank you. I mean, there's so much. Like, there's reasons why, like, the justice system is broken. We know that already. But there's so many laws that's, that fuck innocent people up. Like, if you got in the car with me, it's my car, and you holding, and we get pulled over, and they do a search, they going to try to throw me under the bus just because you in the car with shit on you, and I'm supposed to know about it. Well, they they, they draw rifts between people. They expect you to tell them uh, your homie. Yeah, they expect that. But, I mean, even still. Who did they get it from? Where did, like, motherfucker, I didn't even know he had it. What right. are you talking about? He, he just got in my car. You know, right. Every person that get in my car, I'm just like, hey, what's in, what's in your pockets? You holding something? <laughs> right. I'm not doing hey, that. It's a car, not a club. Right. Man, it's not TSA. It's fuck wrong with you. Like, do they do the same shit for taxis and Ubers and shit? Like, if they pull the taxi cab over and then the passenger holding something, is the, is the cab driver liable for that t- shit, too? That is a great analogy. I like that. I never thought about it that way. Right. I mean, I, that's a bullshit law, man. Right. I, I think. But, you know, who am I? And then, too, you know what? You know, shit like that. I know I ain't the only one who get pissed off about shit like that. People don't raise enough hell about shit like that to get, you know, stuff changed. Now, granted. Huh? I said exactly. Yeah. But granted, even though a law like that probably do get some some motherfuckers off the street who need to be off for a little while, because that's all it's really going to be unless it's in a state where, like, you get caught with something and you're going down for a long time. But I don't think that's the case anywhere right now. Man, listen, one thing I learned about people, mm. and this is just people in general, people don't care about something until it happens to them. True. And, and by that, I mean, a lot of people don't know, Flint, Michigan still has a water crisis. Yep. And, and it's like one of those things where people who may have cared at the beginning and were donating or bringing it up, cool. But now we, what, years into the shit, yeah. people don't up as much anymore people don't still donate or or you know commit their time now let that shit happen here in cleveland oh bro you know what i'm saying people oh i can't believe and they still got the water uh messed up in flint now you want to bring up flint again you know what i'm saying like it's just one of those things where social injustice whether it be you know racism or or murders or shit with the courts etc is people don't come together often enough to make changes bro not only that i would say in combination with that the right people you still got to get some movers and some shakers involved like i know like probably a jesse jackson or uh al sharpton or something that's a you know that's a powerhouse but you still got to get the right people involved there's a group of people yeah they can make some noise but you get somebody who really got like standalone power you, you probably got something that you can you can take care of, I think. Listen, it don't even necessarily have to be standalone power. It just has to be somebody that is in a position to help you get even more notoriety and recognition. I'll give you a prime example. Mm-hmm. Um, in the NFL, when they were doing that kneeling shit, yeah. um, and they were trying to 
they're trying to bring awareness to social injustices and shit like that and police brutality. Yeah. Well, when Colin Kaepernick did it, it was one thing. Um, you know, granted, he went about it the wrong way in the beginning or whatever, but we're not going to touch on that. But he's a black man mm-hmm. that tried to... Uh, he's a mediocre player at this point in his career. Yeah. And he's trying to cause, um, cause changes. Now, imagine if at the national anthem, not even somebody in power, but just... And it has been instances when white players did it, but white players kneel. Yeah. Um, the, the fucking coach kneels. You know what I'm saying? The owner of a team, somebody like that. Let's say at the games when they got all those celebrities in the press box, the celebrities kneel. That's when you're talking about people of power at this point. But it was like if it had become a thing where the – and I get it. It's different when it's money, and especially when we're talking millions of dollars. Then they felt talking about banning people. Well, at that point, get the fans involved. Try to convince the fans to kneel. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? You had um, the the military people all upset that he's disrespecting the flag. No, like the one dude that told him to kneel instead of sitting. Why didn't? Why don't he come out and kneel with you? Bring him out. Right. You know in, in in uniform, if he can. Exactly. So I mean, some of the players are in the military. Fuck it, they wear their shit. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's just. It's tough, man. It's, no, I was just going to say it's tough to say. You never know what it takes to get something accomplished. So, I, I think whatever it is, it has, it has to be drastic. Like, you can't just, you know, babysit the situation. You got to really shake shit up. Because people, especially right. if it's about, if really to hit somebody or a business or bring some kind of awareness, you got to hit them in the pockets. Because that's what a lot of shit is boiling down to at the end of the day is money. You gotta hit yep. hit whatever it is in the pocket. So if it was like Nestle selling water for like five hundred percent to places where they don't have it, stop fucking buying the water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Look like, at the, huh? No, I was about to say look at the Gucci shit. Yeah, but I mean, peop, the Gucci thing that like that ain't gonna do shit. I I really believe like. Even if people, if black people boycotted Gucci, Gucci gonna be all right. Well, it, it's not even that. It's um, like so. I put it like this: like the thing with Ti and what he was saying is that the celebrities that are spending thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars yeah. in Gucci, yeah. like if they boycott, let's say they boycott for even a year, you don't think Gucci's bottom line gonna take a major hit? No, I do. I think Gucci is big. Okay, go ahead. Because even if um, even if it's a, a small amount of celebrities, I mean, look at Floyd Mayweather, which is what he and T.I. got into it about. This nigga dropped, what, a quarter million dollars in there in one day? Okay. One day. So let's say a year he spent a million. Let's say he go to Gucci four times a year. He spends that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Let's say the average celebrity spends a million dollars in Gucci per year, and we're talking about, like, red carpet events, shit like that, where they go in and buy shit. Um, Now, if, let's say, just easy money, 50 celebrities boycott Gucci for a year, that's $50 million that they're missing out on. Like, that doesn't mean that, you know, the people who still go going to spend more, Right. No, that means they're year over year. Over last year, there'll be a significant decrease. And that's just talking about 50 celebrities. How many fucking celebrities is it? This one we was talking about unity. How many black celebrities shop at Gucci? How many black, not even celebrities, but business owners and, and millionaires and shit shop at a place like Gucci? If black people boycotted Gucci, yeah. they would see a significant difference, man. Like, it's not going to put them out of business by any means. I'm right. not saying that at all. But I'm, I'm saying it would definitely feel it. They would feel it. Yeah, no doubt about that. But when, you know, a company is, I'm, I'm trying to pull it up, but I'm seeing numbers, and like, it's not consistent. So it's looking like $500 million a quarter. So you're looking at $2 billion a year, right? Mm-hmm. If. Let's just say the um, the percentage of black celebrities in America makes up 
maybe four percent of the earnings. Let's just say five percent to keep it, keep it easy, easy. man. Yeah, that's what four hundred million. Uh huh. Yeah, that's four hundred million that they ain't got, but they still clearing. Cause you gotta remember, like Gucci is is a different type of luxury brand. It's so many people who we don't know got that kind of money who buy that shit. Right, that's what I'm saying. People like business owners and and you know yeah, like people who gurus, just, tycoons, like people in fucking right. France, all they all wear shit like that. So but that's if, that's still four hundred million dollars, bro. Yeah, and I know businesses look at shit like that because if they used to making a certain amount, then all of a sudden you see this, even if it's a low percent, like five percent, but because you're dealing with mass numbers, you still gonna notice it. That's exactly. four hundred million that they probably could have used in a budget somewhere else. Exactly, and look at it this way: not only is that four hundred million that they're missing out on, that that does two things in my opinion. One, makes them know, nigga, don't do no bullshit like that again. Yeah. And then two, that's four hundred million dollars that are going to their co- competition, bro. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So they can't afford to have that consistently happen because next year if you continue to do some bullshit you know what i'm saying shit might start to drop off a little more or even let's say if they stay the same or or, or something like that another competitor is growing they might take it from gucci start spending it at louis or or, or you know versace or, or or some new up-and-coming brand or whatever i don't know what the fuck these celebrity shopping guys right. shop at fucking targets i'm just playing <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. I get you. I I don't know. It's just. You know, like, the the business is a funny world, man. I mean, we know, you know, a boycott could equal disaster for a company. But, like, I was reading somewhere about, um, it was some store down south, like, probably in the 50s or 60s, that, oh, the the store Emmett Till whistled at the girl, um, that white lady at, or so-called, you know, allegedly. Mm -hmm. Boy, uh, black people boycotted that store in like maybe a year it folded up but that's because the majority of the shoppers there were black people so it really affected that store like I, I mean I don't know the numbers with Gucci but I don't think black people or black celebrities have that much stake in the company to where it would be disastrous not you know in the short term long term maybe but it's not even just the black celebrities. I mean, look at Floyd still spending money. And on the other hand, you will have, like, white, Italian, fucking Latino or, or Hispanic celebrities and, and rich folk who may boycott Gucci. Yeah, you it's can not get even, some spillover, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you'll, get, you'll get it on both sides. You'll get black people who still go. You'll get non-blacks who support uh, boycotting. So in the end, it just it's one of those things where, it, like you said, Gucci is a brand that's so big. That it's very difficult to just take it out. Right. But the goal isn't to, to close up shop. The goal is to get it to a point where it's like, nigga, don't do that again. Right. That's a fin- Like, that's, yeah, that's the message. Not a only sincere that. apology mm-hmm. and, and show and show you mean the apology by not doing no shit like that again. Like, that's, that was crazy. It could also, you know, bring, um, um, what's the word diversity to the company because you know now gucci might decide they need to hire somebody from the culture to keep them on their toes about what they what might be acceptable and what might not be right so that might bring in that might create more jobs not a lot but you know put some people in positions of power where otherwise it wouldn't have been so i mean some good could come out of it maybe they might have a brand ambassador like uh fucking ti or something Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe they really didn't know that it was a fucked up situation. I mean, I've offended people and didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I believe that and was it H&M a couple years ago or last year? I do believe this. Yeah, I, well. Or the monkey or something. That one, maybe not, but I do believe there are situations where people are just oblivious to what the fuck they doing and who it may be affecting. Exactly. I mean, I look at it like this, bro. There is... So, I've said, <laughs> and I've, I've, uh, like, I've been, you know, about to go out with a chick or something, and let's say she's uh, Hispanic or something. Yeah. The one of the things I'm think about is, man, 
where the hell are we gonna go eat? And I don't know what she likes. And then I'm like, why? Cause she Hispanic, motherfucker. She human. She probably like tacos and shit too. Fuck wrong with you? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It ain't necessarily gotta be. It ain't necessarily gotta be just Hispanic food. Like, nigga, she probably like anything from tacos to chicken to fucking steak and lobster. Like, she might like soul food. Yeah, so it's like people unintentionally do it. Like, what might appeal to people? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was sitting there looking. I was like, you know what? Maybe if they had put this shit on like a different color sweaters and offer variety, maybe it wouldn't have been such a big deal. But I'm like, man, I don't know how a green sweater or a yellow sweater would look with some shit like this. Right. Then I thought thought about a white sweater. I'm like, they look like a gay Olaf. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think they really thought about it that way. Right. I mean, I don't know who the designers are over at Gucci. I don't know who oversees what product they put out. I mean... I'm I'm pretty sure they didn't do it just like oh yeah we need to put this black face sweater out. You know, Man, or they might or they might have did this shit to you know what this gonna offend a lot of people but it's gonna get us press. Let's yeah. do it. You shit. know what I mean? Maybe no, Gucci was, was taking the L before this. This could be all saying. PR. Yeah. This is exactly, bro. You never fucking know, man. Yeah, well, you know what? When you say that, it really just made me think because look at what Nike did with Kaepernick. They was paying this motherfucker this whole time. And then mm-hmm. right when, I forget what happened with the NFL, they came out and said, yeah. Oh, it was that little uh, that little campaign they put out with Kaepernick on in the black and white. He was like, but stand up for something even if you, whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. So they've been paying even him. Even if it cost you or something like that. Right. And here go Nike just had the contract with the NFL too. So it's just like, you know, the NFL sitting back like, damn, we just got played. Yep. <laughs> so business, I mean, I know it's shady and they do some fucked up shit, but who knows at the end of the day? Exactly. But, so yeah. it's like, shit, at the end of the day, everybody talking about Gucci. That's all that matters. Yeah, feel? here we are. Yeah, exactly. But I am going to have to cut you short, brother. Yeah. I am so sorry. It's all good. But, um, I was about to say, if you want, I mean, we can still pick it up maybe tomorrow or something. Yeah, we can do or that. Or would you want to do it on here? Okay. Well, oh, wait, wait. I, uh, I'll let you know because the kids is out of school today, tomorrow and Tuesday. Oh, that's cool. I, I mean, shit, we could do it like Tuesday or something, start racking up shows. Because I got I to gotta go visit my mom anyways because um, she just had the surgery or whatever on the 13th. Okay. Yeah. You will but, soon. Um, no, good looking. I'll let her know. Yeah. But I was about to say, I just, um, I want to go over to, I'm going to still call you tomorrow because I want to go over to over with you the uh, website and all that shit too and we can figure out a direction and I can start building it for us and shit. Big bet. Let's move it up. Yeah. So, um, but I, I told you I got the phone number, um, which I'm still looking. That other one that I was about to send to you, it wasn't what I thought it was and it was a waste. So I wasn't even going to do it. I started reading the reviews and people were saying it's a fraud and they, they promised them shit and they didn't get their money back this and the other. But the one I got, the one I got now, uh, we get to do up to 300 outgoing texts, unlimited incoming text messages, hey. and I think 300 minutes. So we can, like, once we get to that point, we could do something where it's like, all right, uh, you know, Texas, you know, how, you know how, like, the radios had, like, text yeah. uh, win to 0600, and we'll randomly pick a winner type shit. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. We're going to take this I, shit to I, new heights. Now, I like this shit. Yeah, like, and you seem like you down with me as far as, like, spending money to get it together. I ain't saying spend thousands, but I was thinking shit like, uh, you know, once we get a, once we get a following, and part of the way of doing that is to, hey, man, listen, um, the 50th person to call in gets a $50 Amazon gift card. Maybe do that, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but yeah, so I'm, um. I'm going I'm to hit you about all that. I, I got the ideas right now, but, of course, I ain't got enough time to go over it now, but we'll definitely talk about it. All right. Well, I'm, when you go, I'm going to, you know, shed some light on what we got planned for the future, or you think it's too soon? Um, I think it's too soon. I think we should figure out everything as far as, like, the website and shit first. Bet. I mean, not, and I mean, not necessarily saying that that's going to make the difference in what we got planned for the future, but I think... Um, I think being able to say that and then have something tangible to show people, like, right. nigga, while we serious, I think it'll help. Because then that way you could be like, yeah, just visit our website at such and such and such. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I think, 
I think that'll help. That'll work, man. I like it. All right. All right, yeah, All right brother, but I'll be in touch, man. For sure. All right. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Yeah, so that was episode, what, 14? Uh, Yeah, this, that, this is episode 14. So as you can see, or as you can hear, we do have some things planned and uh, lined up for the future. You heard a little bit of it. Um, so we won't go into too many details, but we want to make the show, you know, appealing and interactive for everybody who listens. We want feedback, of course, and um, we want to grow the show, man. Like, we, we want to be popping, you know. Who don't? I like this because I'm still behind the scenes. You don't necessarily have to see me, you know what I'm saying? But I hop in front of the camera, too, so... You know, that's 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 really what what we working on. But um, yeah, man, uh, I really like doing this podcast shit. I know I keep saying it, and if you've been listening, you heard me say it before. Um, something I I just I really wanted to do, and I now I'm just I'm able to be consistent with it. Look, I, I'm at episode fourteen now. Episode fourteen, so that's real big shit. Um, let me see, maybe. If we ever get to, like, episode 100, we'll probably do a show in a different city or something like that. I don't know, man. You know, I got big dreams, baby. I'm trying to do everything on a different scale, like Diddy size. Everything. I'm going after everything I ever wanted. I'm trying to tackle every every, every goal that I had ever set for myself. Um, I just want to go places, man. I want to see the fucking world. You know what I'm saying? I got... I don't want these dreams to be dreams no more. I'm trying to make them a reality. Like, I got to go hard. I, I got to. I got to get out of my comfort zone. I say that shit to myself all the time. I preach that. And just not, I mean, I like, okay, for my job, for instance, I got a good job, made good money, which I found out I was probably getting paid an extra day for the past two years, but that ain't my fault. My salary was unclear. So put it to you this way. My boss told me um, he put in a raise. The last two times he put in raises for me, they was always more than what he had said. So I would like, let's just say, if it was a a dollar raise, I probably got five. You know what I'm saying? But the numbers were bigger. But the the thing is, like I said, he said I was gonna get something, one thing, and turn around, and I got something way, 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 way way bigger than that and i told him about it you know i was just trying to be honest like you know um he asked me he's like did you get your raise i said yeah and it was more than you said it was he said look at that good for you so i'm like oh shit so and come to find out i probably was getting paid for six days when i'm supposed to only get paid for five you know I, i got a weekly salary so whatever i ain't mad but I'm, you know, a little terrified about what it may turn into now that the right people are aware. And just like a week or two ago, I turned down a potential six-figure job. A potential six-figure job. Senior logistics. Uh, what was it? Senior logistics operation manager? Something like that. But it was senior logistics manager something. Started off at a nice salary, which wasn't six figures, but, I, you know, you put that time in, you can easily creep up on six figures. But then I thought about, you know, immediately when they called me, I was just like, uh, nah, I'm employed right now, but, thank, but thanks for calling. I was like, man, I'll go transfer, go get a job somewhere else. I'm going to be working probably 40-plus hours a week, whereas where now, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm at work six days a week, but, like, me physically working is only probably two to three hours a day right now in the busy season. So, like, the, all the other hours, I'm just in the studio. I'm at work in the studio. Like, how would I, why would I trade that in? I'll be losing time to do a lot of the shit that I want to do. I'll be making more money, but for me, it's not always about the money. I do want that bag, don't get me wrong, but I still want time enough to do 
all the other shit that I want to be able to do. And if I go to another place to work, are they going to let me set my studio up at the at the office? Probably not. But we got so much room in this bitch. You know, my boss was like, cool. So, you know, I had to weigh that. I had to weigh the money versus freedom, time to myself, maneuverability, you know. But I'm not necessarily upset about that. But I do wonder what could have been, you know, had I decided to take that. Probably would have had to move because the dude called me from Chicago. That's what happened when you put on your resume on all these websites willing to relocate. I'm not going to Chirac. So, but yeah, man, I could have been, and, 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 you know, potential six figures without a degree related to the field where I'm employed. I think that's kind of dope. I think that's really dope. Like, even though I have a degree right now, I'm not working in the field. I, I, at, at first I wanted to, you know, shit changed. Priorities change. Your wants change. So, you know, now I just got a degree with some debt attached to it. But it's cool. I did that because I wanted to do it, and I had to see it through regardless of the fact. I didn't want to, you know, be on the hook for some school student loans, and I didn't even have a degree. So at least now I got something to show for it regardless of the fact. And then, too, you know, I can piggyback off of that degree and, you know, get something else if I wanted to. But I'm going to wait. I wanted to go back to school next year. I wanted to take a little time off. I wanted to go back next year, but the way I'm going right now, I kind of just want to play out everything and see how I go, how much money I can accumulate with, you know, keeping as much time to myself as possible. I'm just trying to climb up the ladder a different way. It's not necessarily always having to have a degree or a special set of skills. <laughs> Shout out to Liam Neeson or some specific type of training to get there. So as of right now, I'm just gonna stay put. I'm gonna work with, you know, work my hand right here and, and keep trying to get up this ladder, man. And then maybe one day my music could do something for me where I can make some money off of that. When I start making peace with city girls, you know, or whatever the fuck I decide to do, man. You know, just move it, move to my own drum, move my own beat. That's all I really want out of everything, is to get it how I want to get it, by my my terms. And, I mean, I'm probably going to get dirty to do that, but what the fuck ever. This is, like, when you want to do something, at least I think, or I'm going to just speak from my, from my side. If I want to do something bad enough, I will be willing to do whatever steps necessary to get to that point. So, when I went to school, you know, I was like, I need a degree to get into, like, an office job where I'm not busting my ass every day. So I already fucked around with computers and shit like that. So I was like, all right, I might as well go, go into networking. So I was like, well, what do I got to do? I got to go to school. Not necessarily because you can go get certified without any back, without any schooling because most jobs are just checking for your certification. So if you A++, if you certified, you know, you can probably get a job. You just prove you got working knowledge of the systems, you can get a job. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have to go to school, but I wanted to know about, I wanted to know as much as possible about what I was going to school for, so I didn't want to self-educate because I do that. I, I mean, I teach myself a lot of the shit that I want to learn, like, with music and shit, I, I figured this shit out on my own. I did take lessons, piano lessons. I did play the violin in the or in in or, uh, fucking middle, not even middle school, elementary school orchestra for what three years. But even still, like I taught myself that shit because I don't. Okay, I don't even want to say taught, but I, I like skated my way through that shit because our our teacher she taught us, you know, like how to read the music, what the notes meant, and what they were on the violin. But for whatever reason, my brain couldn't communicate. My eyes couldn't see the notes and communicate that to my brain to tell my fingers what to do. Something like that, if that makes sense to you. It's like while I can look at the notes, I know what they mean, what they say, but 
my brain couldn't translate that to my fingers as a movement. So <laughs> I just I just skated my way through the shit. Like I memorized the songs so I knew what notes to play. I knew when I was supposed to turn the page, even though I wasn't necessarily reading the notes. Like it, that shit was just so foreign to me because like I, I know how to read books, you know, like every not even everybody, but we read books. Those are words on the page. We were that was taught to us. And then learning something like this later on in life, not that much later, but later enough to the point where it's like I'm I could do the same thing without reading notes. Just let me hear the song and I'll play it. So that's how I got through that. But I say all that to say, you know, when you want something bad enough. I, I do believe that you can get it. However you got to get it, you can get it. And that's what I did. That's what I'm doing. That's what I plan on continuing to do. So, that being said, I done rambled on long enough. You probably already tuned out, but hey, it is what it is. Um, We're going to try to get shows in the bank so that way we'll be able to drop something continu- consistently, continuously consistent if that makes sense. And we ain't figured out a drop date yet. Usually it was like Monday or Tuesday. Early on it was Saturdays. But we're going to pick a day and try to drop continuously. God damn it, consistently. So that, um, you know, we can move forward and we can grow the show. Um, If you do listen to the show, like I said, man, please give us feedback. Most of y'all know who I am. I post it on my Facebook all the time. I post it on my IG all the time. Just let us know. Probably ain't giving out his social media yet, so you can let me know that you're listening to the show. If you like what you're hearing, if you don't like what you're hearing, and if you want to do that anonymous anonymously, you can through ask.fm slash the psychwar. You can drop anonymous comments, anonymous questions, whatever you want anonymously and we'll be able to see it but just like I said before make sure you put somewhere in there that is for the show so that we know it's a legit question or a comment and we're working on something to bring that to you guys a little bit more easier too um, try to make the show as as, as, as fruitful I guess well, I'm going to just say it as fruitful as possible I believe I'm I believe I'm fucking that up. I had, you know, a little bit to drink. But enough of that. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Um continue to listen, please. And continue to show support in any way you can. You know, share the show. Tell people. And um watch us grow. Grow with us. You know, y'all will be a major reason why the show gets to a level that it would get to is because of y'all. It'd be support. And we appreciate that in any way we can get it. So, until next time, peace.